0: If you would like to support the show, please click the link on the show's details wherever you listen. All support goes directly towards the show, and it's a monthly subscription that you can cancel at any time with ease. Thank you and enjoy the show. And now. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, can I, can I please have your attention.
1: Right now, showtime. Are you ready? Are you ready for start time? Let's find out. Ready? Let's go.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, get your popcorn ready, sit back, relax. Cause it's about time for chatting with George Noonan. Oh, yeah.
1: Is amazing.
0: Yeah, no, it's been a long time. No, here's here's my problem. Okay, yeah, um, I have I refer to you as Mister Scannel. Do, are you okay with that? Because I can't. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay, just making sure because a lot of people they want their first name, but I have a hard time doing that because I have always called you that.
1: Yeah,
0: but at any rate, it's
1: so, good.
0: so we yeah. are we are on and. You are David Scannell from from Stoneham High School. Did you ever go to the junior high,
1: work in the junior high? Oh, yeah, I worked in the junior high. I think you were in the junior high and are still working in the junior high.
0: Well, that, that's what I was thinking because I re, if I remember correctly, we had an uh, – what do they call it? when you, in orientation after sixth grade because I was there for seventh and eighth. And we had it in the auditorium and you – were there and you showed us like a video or something, or I, I forget the presentation of some sort, but I thought you were an actual student. Student? Yeah, I did. I, I swear to God, I did. Like I remember thinking when when that when I realized you weren't a student, I was kind of shocked because one, you look really young, and two, you you just you were so cool about the way you went about things. You weren't a I don't know what I was expecting, but I honestly, legitimately thought that you were a student there. Just
1: helping us out. That's pretty funny. <laughs> well, you know, when you're bald, you can't tell how old any <laughs> well. But no,
0: it's it's a, 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 a... I don't know how old you were then, but you definitely look like you... It, but, but to be fair, I didn't know what junior high school kids looked like, because I was still in the sixth grade. So to me, who knows? Maybe you grow a foot and you, you look old. I have no idea, but I just know that I totally believed you were a student. <laughs> that is... <funny. laughs> When did you start working at the at the at the in the Stoneham school systems?
1: I got out of UMass Boston in '77, and I got the job through uh, Frank Abrahams, who ran the uh, fine arts department. He had been my my uh, teacher in Malden High School, and when he got the job also at Stoneham, he said, "Hey, this media position's open," and I was up in. I was working in Maine at the time on an island. I was saltwater island. I was a caretaker, just changing gas bottles and stuff, getting cottages ready. And in those days, you know, there was no phone on the line on the island, no electricity unless you fired up a, a generator. So, um, uh, it was a, a letter I got from him. And then I had to go. Tomara smith the lobsterman who lived on the mainland go to his house to get a phone call with uh, glenn Luigi, who was running the media stuff and i talked to him and uh man they had set up a lobster stew <laughs> just, uh, just a big giant pot with 14 lobsters in there cream and maybe a potato and there was probably a case of uh, Budweiser going with it too, probably for the three of us. <laughs> and, uh, but it looked like I was getting a a real job starting in September, and that's and I started September '77 at the middle school, which was at the high school at the time. Mm. Bill Orman was the uh, was the principal, and. uh Seventy-seven, seventy-eight was my first year there. <laughs> and Mister, I thousand dollars that
0: year. <laughs> well, but, but relatively speaking, was that was that good? Was it good for you? Was <laughs> it because t- t- teachers have a relatively low rate compared to other?
1: It was a low. The position was just some guy who just handed out um, AV equipment, before, you know. So,
0: <laughs> so you were paid accordingly. <laughs> I did a lot more than that.
1: We no, did the, all the stuff in the the, the um, auditorium. We um, did a lot of artwork in there and cooperated with the teachers. I remember doing things for Mr. Sheedy's English class where kids were putting together like front page newspapers from the past. And they had to decide, make their stories up because they couldn't know anything after that point. And it was quite an exercise they had.
0: What do you mean by that? They couldn't know anything? I don't understand.
1: Because they're writing it as if they were in 1868.
0: Oh, I see.
1: Okay. They couldn't know about automobiles. <laughs> you know, Cell phones. Some kids skips every once in a while. And they don't know, you know. Said, no, know that didn't happen yet. <laughs> I wasn't around. How do I know? Yeah. Anything <laughs> by my birth, you know, it's caveman. Who knows, you know. The world was in black and white.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's great. Now you you mentioned Mr. Sheedy. Now these are that's an in, in Perf- Principal Orman, who I both went to school
1: with. Well, not with, but but as in their tenure. Sure. Well, Sheedy stayed for decades, and uh, what is very funny is that he became a Facebook friend of mine. And last fall, he says, "Hey, we ought to get together." Really? And I met him at Bunrad's Tavern in, in, in Redding Square, and we spent four hours. <laughs> I hadn't seen him for three decades,
2: you know?
0: Wow. Was it like you never left?
1: But, yeah, in the communication stuff, absolutely. You know, he'd, he shaved his beard and his <laughs> hair was white, you know? How did you know it was him? <laughs> I don't think he put on a pound.
0: <laughs> oh, he was always in good shape. I I never had him as a teacher, but I, I, I liked him when I did deal with him.
1: Uh there was a there was a special communication among the faculty then too. Everybody was near the same age, or a lot of them were like um Sheedy and Mayo and um Mr. Ray, Andre um, Ed Russo. Uh, Bob Gianino was the gym teacher. Yes, yes. Um, dress right, dress. We just we had a good time together, actually.
0: So you yeah. you, were, you were you were a core. Did you did you ever know that you would be together that long? Well, were, were people we, leaving back in that day? Because I mean, nowadays I think teachers kind of bounce around, don't they?
1: Oh, well, there were the transgents. And then there were the ones who were the stalwarts, you know, but we're the stone of guys, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kevin Moran taught English. He,
0: I remember Mr. Moran.
1: He became a principal. It was a funny story, Was I went to see the my godchild's debut as, as uh, Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz out in Littleton, Massachusetts. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and a hand comes on my shoulder and it's Kevin Moran. He's principal of that building. And you didn't know. I didn't know.
0: That's fantastic. <laughs> How does that conversation go?
1: That well, was a ball. You know? <laughs> we do it. It's, it's, it's always a very warm um, feeling towards each other. And you just fall right back into place. It's What's really interesting is that, you know, after seeing Mikey, uh, I had seen, oh, I got invited to the class of 92's 30th reunion. Wow. Just thinking, you know, 90, was it 92? Yeah. And, um, that's the one with, uh, Joe Haggerty who does all the brewing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's been that class. And, uh I get in there and one of the kids says, you know, we we were able to get the, the Scanner math You know, Mr. Scanner, we thought it'd be really funny if we would put this. So he says, give it to me. So I'm I'm walking around as, you know, Joe's Spartan in this it's uh, restaurant of faces in Malden. And everybody—I mean, everybody in the building wanted to with this guy. It became like it was a weird chick magnet. I don't
0: really. Know. Yeah. No, you mean like only weird chicks would come up to you, or it was a weird chick magnet?
1: It was—it was weird that it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, it's just this blue and white guy, you know. <laughs> with his teeth. So you were the Spartan. He was the Spartan. That's great. Well, you know. Someone around, Grant. It was, it was a lot of fun.
0: When was the big reveal? Or did they know it was you?
1: It took a while. We did a. They did not know.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: So the thing came off. I I wore it for about forty minutes, and then it's like that's enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Smash you... all night, you know, and I'm waiting for a beer, you know. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you hire me or am I a guest here? Was it... <laughs> That is funny though.
1: It was fun. It Ninety,
0: was fun. ninety-two, thirty years. It's crazy because I graduated in eighty-nine, it. and I so I means I was a, I was they were freshmen I think when I was a senior then if that's the case.
1: So they were or so yeah.
0: or, so, or we, is that right? Ninety. Well, either way, I was I was either there with them for one or two years, but but that's cra- like thirty years. I just I don't know.
1: It, it blew me away too. Yeah. But, the other, another teacher was there, Paul Cerrone, who was a special ed teacher. Yes, Mr. Cerrone. You know, we you saying, and we're like, oh my God. <laughs> and then Mike told me about a breakfast where all these guys are getting together at this breakfast place, right? The <laughs> train station in Wakefield. She's going to be there Thursday at nine o'clock. So show sure, up, and Mayor was there, Sheedy was there. Cerrone was there. Dionino was there. Leif was there. What? Um, I know I'm missing somebody. But all the old guys, you know? And everybody is old, you know? yeah.
0: <laughs> Could you be more specific?
1: Yeah. You know, male looks great. Male looks great. And, but I mean, they, they're just a little older. Oh, Russo was there. Russo was there, too.
0: No, is he? He's not a principal any longer, is he? He's
1: he's retired. He's retired. Okay. He ended up marrying um, um, Miller. What's I don't know her name was Miller at the time. You. Chapman. Miss Chapman. Chapman.
0: Yeah, that was the worst kept secret ever.
1: By the way. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up marrying Sharon. I mean uh, Sharon down, uh,
0: yeah, Sam uh, was a good kid. I love him. I, I always associate you with Mr. Carino. Oh, yeah. And how long were you guys together?
1: Well, he came up as the kid. I think about the time <coughs> he came to the high school about the year you guys graduated, right?
0: No, I was there for four years with him.
1: Yeah, but when did Carino come up? I don't know, because he, he was in the middle school for a win.
0: Um, I, I don't remember. I just remember him being, because I, I played soccer with him for, uh, my senior year.
1: Yeah, please. He, he became state champ after that. Yeah, because I mean, we, we sucked. That's why. Too to <laughs> 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 football, anyway, took for the side. Anyway. But trophies. You know that um, COVID took him, right?
0: I did, yes, yes. I didn't realize it was COVID,
1: but yes. Yeah, it's it was It was like January of twenty-one. His one of his kids came back from college, and apparently he got it from his son, and so that that's it's just awful, and he it just ate him up. The the memorial thing for Jimmy Carino at the high school was incredible. Everyone loved them. There was there was a line out and down the sidewalk of people coming in. This is January; it's freezing out there. (laughs) It was covered by WBZ TV. Is that right? Yeah. Whoever um, Burton Burton's son. Was oh. You know, Ron Durkner did the uh, sports stuff.
0: Steve Burton, yeah.
1: Steve Burton. Ron Burton was his father who played faith for the Patriots. I don't know what his name was, but yeah, that was the coverage in the line. It, it took almost an hour to get up to his wife, Kathy, in the gym. It just wound through. And they had set up tables with all kinds of stuff with the pictures and trophies or whatever going through. It was pretty amazing.
0: Yeah. I don't know Kathy. I liked her.
1: And uh, I think Dave Pignone is now doing that media stuff thing.
0: I think was it, I, I, it was athletic. Something with athletic, I don't know, Athletic director or something, is he?
1: That could be it.
0: I don't know if he's how, how high up, he is, but he's definitely in. I think it's
1: in the athletics. I am at this point. What? I think he's as bald as I am at this
0: point. <laughs> well, hey, that happens in age.
1: Well, you know, they're yeah. all fucking. I'm catching up.
0: Was that, I, your, phone, your phone's breaking up a little bit. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. Everybody's catching up to ball. They used to be they're, unique.
0: That was, whatever you just did, keep doing that because it was crystal clear. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you, uh, I left in 89 and I never really, I think I came back to the high school maybe once in in the summer or something. How long did you last, not last, how long did you stay in the Stoneham School
1: Systems? Up until uh, 93.
0: Oh, so that was fairly, oh, I thought it was long. I'm sorry, I thought it was longer.
1: 30 years. Isn't that amazing?
0: 30? Yeah, because you started earlier, right? Of course.
2: Wow.
1: And I started a completely different um, career after that. Well, there were a few months that were a little of searching. But I got to work. There was a couple at the time, was Technologies, and they had made their their mark in putting the brains in a- Abrams home. A desert Storm, which allowed them to all communicate in real time, knowing who the friendlies are, you know. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, they knew they had to expand from that, and what they went into was digital imaging. And so they won the contract for the first digital imaged um, Massachusetts driver's license. Really? Well, before that, it was a Polaroid that sat in your pocket and would go around. <laughs> they didn't have a stored image of anybody, so we set it up that you could actually store images of people. You know, if people needed a duplicate, you just print it and send it back to them, because you have the image on on hand. And it wasn't digital photography like we do today. It was frame grabbing, where it's like video, and they grab a video frame. So, Yeah, you know, the resolution wasn't great. It's the only media that's run by one inch. Yeah, right. And I remember standing in there, and there's there's a room with servers in it. And they're saying, Can you believe that every image in Massachusetts is in this very room? You could fit it in your phone now. <laughs> so they,
0: That's how they stored it. They just, and
1: that's crazy. They stored it, they had a, they printed it. It was dark separation printing on plastic cards that laid down the yellow, the, the center was cyan and the black, and they put a an overlay that had a hologram on it and, and sent them out. And this was the company I was working for, and I was a trainer for them. So I I went from teaching high school kids to teaching registry people. <laughs> It's almost the yeah, same they, thing. They have the worst rep of anybody in society. You know?
0: Is it deserved?
1: I think only a bit.
0: Only a bit. Okay.
1: Um. Well, yeah. If you get them on a four o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> yeah, you're asking for it. <laughs> but I mean, when it came to them having to learn stuff, you know, I'd, I'd soften them up and say, You guys got to realize something. We are the front line of Homeland Security. You are the ones who get people into the system. I mean, you say yes or you say no, going by what they give you for ID. So your job is really, really important, and we're here to help you out with that. You know? Wow. I never thought of it that way. And so, doing that, and I did training on that. And then there was a thing. I'm sitting, and I had a. Machine that had uh, a graphics program, and I used the graphic program to put together my my training materials. You know, pictures. It's a lot easier for people to learn quick. You know. Yeah. And then I made a I made a a flow chart. It's actual pictures of the of the different. My uh, units they went through for printing the uh, parts, and I had it blown up and I had it laminated, and they were going, they were doing a um, presentation to the folks down in Rhode Island just to want to get more contracts, and uh, they did a Q and A with the folks after, and they first thing they said, that image right there really helped out, really. So I- I was doing like Flint after that. Wow. And uh was actually working for the for the uh, marketing guy. He's one of the sales guy that just shows up and say, Hey, remember you work for me.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he'd he'd run off and let me do my stuff. So it was actually a pretty good good situation. It was I was able to earn more than I did by teaching by significant enough to be able to buy a house and stuff. So I did graphic production and and the uh, training. Now, they were putting together a proposal, and so I made up a sample license for New Mexico. And New Mexico has this yellow... Uh, flag with a a red symbolic Navajo sun type symbol in the middle of it. I used that and continued it across the card and it turns out they just took oh, my design and they used it. I started going, hmm, what? there's opportunity here. Right. George, I ended up designing the driver's license for 16 different states. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I've been published in the millions. Wow. I mean, it's it's a while, but I used to say, you know, there are many people putting on my work as we speak. You know? <laughs> now,
0: were you, are there? I mean, they didn't steal it from you though, right?
1: Oh, no. No, no, no. I was doing it for my company, and they chose you. Proposal to them. This is the way it would work. We'd have a, you know, a, a big uh, start-off meeting type thing, and I would show up with my laptop and a projector, and I'd show them what I, what I've done so far. And usually, you think about the state, and you think about things about that state, and you incorporate it into your design. So to. It has something to do with their region. And uh, I did a thing for North Dakota, for instance, you know, and I did fancy writing and I had golden plans, you know, and a buffalo here or something. Yeah, right. I said, there you go. What you... Enjoy. What you want me to do. I can could, I could arrange some stuff while we're here. And that really, they, they thought it was fun, you know. And um, they are thinking, can you move the buffalo over there? <laughs> it's a little more complicated than just a couple of things, but, you know. But, but um I got to go to all those state capitals we learned about in geography. Really? Well, that's where the center of government is, and that's where the, the driver's licenses, you know. So Bismarck, North Dakota. Frankfurt in uh, Kentucky. Madison, Wisconsin. Little Rock, Arkansas, (laughs) Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Jackson, excuse me, Mississippi. (laughs) I was in Jackson, Mississippi in the summer. Yeah, no thanks. (laughs) It was 100 degrees with 100% humidity. George, it's like walking through someone's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: going to... That's insane. I can't imagine being down in Mississippi and well, I guess they live there, so they they're used to it. But just a hundred percent humidity is
1: just disgusting. Well, you no, know, thank God, there's air conditioning. You know, you go from an air conditioned car through a hundred yards of hell, and then you're in air conditioned. <laughs> you know. It's gonna
0: make that stretch.
1: But more. <sighs> but um, I was in Birmingham, Alabama. The thing. Because of the job and because of the trip I took as a kid with my family camping across the country, I had been in all of the 48 contiguous states of the United States. Not only that, because of the job, I've I've actually slept in all but one of them. All but one? Yeah. New Mexico. Nobody wants to go there. In New Mexico for... Was going to four corners, you know, with the four states that to come together. Yes. So I was about a hundred yards into New Mexico. So I don't know if you count that.
0: I, I would. I think I would.
1: What? Phoenix, Arizona, I was there in June. <laughs> um, Helena, Montana, was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the, the Rockies just rise up to your to the west of there. It's just amazing. It's a beautiful state,
2: Montana.
1: Huh. Uh, I was in uh, Minnesota. Let's uh, see, Wisconsin. We didn't do Michigan. We did Ohio. There a few times in Ohio. A few times in Pennsylvania. Um, the people who ran the DMV that yeah. I had to deal with. Were awful people, really? They were awful. In what, in what way? They said something. Somebody did something wrong today, and we're going to find it. <laughs> Jeez! Just all the, the looking for it. And, yeah, and they find, <laughs> of course, they do people or the groups. You know, like our company. If something wasn't followed to the letter, wow! They would they use it as a Positive cash flow thing you know wow how's the morale there oh, it was just within the organization people I met on the street were fine you know I mean that happened everywhere people you meet where you think they're the the most different from you you can find something to talk about yeah sure now when I was in in Mississippi. Everything was handled by the uh, Highway Safety Patrol. So you got all these troopers, you know, smoky. <laughs> Other guys you're dealing with. And uh, one guy, Jody Rigby, Captain Jody Rigby. So I said, you know, I'm a kid from New England. I don't know anything about the, the food around you. I mean, where do, where do you go? He says, well, come on. <laughs> <You know? laughs> come on. That's great. Bring us to a place. And he says, now, "Do not take from the buffet. Order from the Okay, okay. And you know, the hush puppies and catfish and all kinds of stuff. You know, you know, I'm, I'm attacking a hush puppy with a fork, and he says, "Just pick it up and eat it." <laughs> when in Rome. He said, "You ought know, to be down here on a weekend." And we, you know, if I could start hearing the banjo in the background. <laughs>
0: Deliverance comes to mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll get down to Hattiesburg, or we'll take you out on the, out on the loop. What's the we'll loop? I don't, do I want to know? The Crown Vicks, and and open it up, speed the thing around, around the track. Really? Phew. Oh, there is such a police presence. In Mississippi, at least in Jackson. I mean, you go, you go another corner. There's a, there's a cruiser. There's a cruiser. Huh. But now these guys were actually his boss was an athlete Was
0: you can say whatever you want. You can, I can't. Yeah, you can say whatever you want.
1: No. No. <laughs> okay. Campus I'll just back that athlete. Fair enough. He's a. You come in to see him, and he's got his. Boots up on the table, legs crossed. He's got a little cup to catch his um, where he's chewing tobacco. He could spit, and behind him was a rack that had all kinds of firearms in it. And this is the meeting
2: room.
0: (laughs) That is such a cliche. That's that's legitimately what you people, not you people, what people will draw when you picture that thing. (laughs) It's
1: true. It, this guy, this guy did it, you know. Wow. There is integration within the company, the, you know, and there are black guys who are officers and stuff in there and stuff. You think, well, okay, that's great, you know. It's only about a third of the population, you know, want to make sure of that. But um, I did a, I designed their driver's license. Boy, they had a whole bunch of them, too. Um, There was a Dave Scandal innovation when it came to driver's licenses. And what I would do is take the state map, put it on, and put a quick reference symbol on it, like DL for driver's license, CDL, commercial driver's license, ID, Um, motorcycle. It'd be just a quick reference thing that would be in the state shape. And that worked real well in Mississippi. Worked real well in in um, Arkansas. I do that. Oh Maryland says we want to do that. Mm-hmm. Maryland, it's too skinny. I got Maryland is like the space between um, Pennsylvania and and uh, Virginia. <laughs> it's just like a this little skinny thing. Is it? I'm gonna have to put it over here. I think you don't mind. <laughs> okay, that's good. Oh, I did a presentation. We didn't win the main one, but because you know, I had that main is in my soul. I worked on that island, I told you about. Yeah. Um made cross the top, I made the rock down coast over on the left. There was a line that went across and I had the silhouette of a lobster boat over on the right, with uh, with uh, three seagulls around it. And in the middle, it was just a foggy gradient um, with the word Maine in the middle of it. And it looked, that's that's mornings of Maine, you know. I really liked it. I was so proud of sending that thing off to them. We didn't win with that. How do you not win with that, though? Well, there's more than just the design involved. They price things against people, and, you know, there's more than one company. Well, I go down to Maryland, and they bring up, there's a book that shows all the different IDs in it. And it should be behind every bar in America. Because someone could show up who's under 21 it looks like a Idaho license. How do you know it's legit? <laughs> That's a good point. Look like? So they bring out the book. And here's the new main one. They stole my design. What? Really? Took it. What they did, they they did five minutes. And did a terrible job with it. <laughs> no, did they steal it? They butchered it. Yeah, they butchered it. I mean, I... They even had the three birds over the boat. They tried to redraw the boat. What they did is add just just the tip of the sun rising in the middle, added some more color to the gradient, and that is the place where America meets the dawn. Wow! I could have done it in five minutes, <laughs> but. uh no, is there anything I, you can do about that? Or, or no, put nothing? We didn't copyright. The, we didn't even think of copyrighting a thing. are sending it to the yeah, You know? That's it, true. It's, you know, I, I thought I'd, I'd be very reasonable. Just give me two weeks on the water for the rest that's of my life, you know? That's all. We're not, but, uh, yeah. What? No one's getting it over. I'm jumping up and down.
2: Oh, <laughs> 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 um,
1: yeah. man. But, uh, no, except for the first people, right? <laughs> no problem dealing with the crates that I got, uh, that I dealt with in that. Um, is it Oklahoma or Arkansas? Where do I?
0: Now, now, why are you doing this? Are you are you still acting? Are you, in, are you doing plays or anything?
1: Actually, yeah. Um, I did Dolph in the spring. It was in Reading. And um, I did Nicely, Nicely Johnson. I, I've done Nathan Detroit, which is one of the major, major parts. But I wanted it to do nicely because he had the better songs. Yeah. You know, I got the horn right here. The <laughs> When you see a guy, you know, and <laughs> you sit down you're rocking the boat. So it's a, a lot of fun. I remember do so, so, a lot of stuff in marble in the in the meantime. Actually, they wanted me to do a over there, but. I'm doing a different summer thing that's going to be actually like with, uh, there's a group that's closing and this is their grand finale. So it's going to be a musical review and uh actually, Monday's the first rehearsal for that. We'll be up at the end of June. Wow. So, yeah, we uh, keep up.
0: How long have you been doing that?
1: Oh, baby. Um, or you? Maybe.
0: Forever, right?
1: Well, not forever. It's like seventy-six. I like doing community stuff. I did, I did the um, music at the scene, but there was a big gap, and I, I did the thing, and it was Frank Abel again. He pulled me out. You got to understand what it's like. And, and you go bald and, and it, was, it was really tough, Joby. To
0: <laughs> Should be easy, just paste a wig on it.
1: Yeah, like you couldn't see that across the street. <laughs> and, uh, ninth grade was junior high at the time. You know, kids are. You know, <laughs> and uh, no, no, I, was, I was a shy kid, you know, I tried to stay under the rain. Frank Abraham's, I would call him a mentor because he he'd pulled me out to Hey, try this. I'm a musical director on this show over in Winthrop, see if you mind tracks. And uh, that was Baro. I wanted to um Manal Flanch picture Um. They had me as a Jewish bookseller, can you believe it? <laughs> Oy. <laughs> and uh, I did Godspell. Now Godspell built such a strong ensemble that when the show was over, which went on to Nap. We um um we said we gotta keep going. And we just said okay. So we formed a we said, look, we'll do it's just reviews. So we don't have to deal with uh, paying royalties on everything.
2: Yeah. And uh,
1: what happened, We I saw there was a competition that they wanted to hold at the print service. And uh said that this is the show for muscular dystrophy. We're going to try, we're raising money here and stuff. I the birdie. We're and he said, I got this room on the other side, which is turned into Giggles Comedy Club. But that room was the princess room at the time. And uh, he said, whoever we like the best, we're going to give them that room to see if we can do some dinner shit. And uh, we went in and blew them away. So we got the we got the work. Yeah. I was the first president of Crossroads, and we did musical reviews. 80s. And um, towards the end of the eighties we were only doing a Christmas show. Okay. Because people start having real lives, you know. Yeah. Wanna have kids and family and marriages and stuff that kind of pulls you out of it. Hmm. But um, the side I uh, do graduated. I had already done the King As I Am, twice. Really? And um, I did it four times since. <laughs> Same character? I, I, as a actor, I was The King As I Am, and King and I.
0: Four times, wow.
1: I did in in um, Waltham, the Regal Players, or now the Regal Regional Theater. Um, I did. I did the nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety-six, and two thousand and seven, and I in between there I did a Marblehead ninety-nine. Wow! So, well, they want a ball tip. You know? <laughs> you, the right you're the only point. one. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, I, yeah, that's it. I'm one of There's a pool of one. <laughs> What happened after that is that it happened to a point that it can only be Asian and play it. So, I also put on weight after that, too. I look more like Buddha.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I was able to get to do many robots. Not a omnipotent slumber, you know.
0: So, how how many times did you, were you in, in Annie? Or were you in any? It's going to be a better way to say that. It's only a couple of times.
1: Just twice with Annie. Yeah. Another one I did twice is The Beast and Beauty and the Beast. Did you? Oh, makeup artists look at me as a blank canvas. <laughs> I can do anything with <laughs> you. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, well, the makeup, the, guy, the first guy did an incredible job with the stuff because you had to do it. You had to be able to speak and sing and everything, you know. So you can't wear a mask. mask. So um what he did with it was amazing. It was like a there was uh a rubber bow and snout that looked kind of wolfish. They took a jar and cut it off and stuck it under my suit. So it looked like it went beyond my mouth mm-hmm. with a couple of, you know, big teeth sticking up on the bottom. But there was just makeup in the middle where my eyes and cheeks and lips and stuff were. But uh, it was a 20-piece orchestra. They had a triple-level set with a turning tower. It was amazing. They spent thousands of dollars on this community show. But that, boy, that company, both became really, really good friends after that. Did you work with them since? Um, in other productions, yeah, s- mostly smaller ones. Um, nothing compared to that, uh giving the Beast. Like, they just can't spend that money again.
2: Yeah.
0: If if you could only do one more role, your your swan song, if you
1: will, what would it be? I don't know there would be there's some newer shows that have come out. there's um, the Soothsayer and Something Rotten sounds really good. I don't know if you know that show at all. it just came out and no seemed available for um, amateur work but it's about it's two brothers who are writing at the same time as Shakespeare, and Shakespeare was the superstar at that time, and they they hate him. So this guy goes to a soothsayer to see what Shakespeare's next play is so he could steal it. (laughs) (laughs) And the soothsayer sees things about musicals, and uh, it's a phenomenal song about musicals that comes out in a band. He writes a musical. No one's writing musicals. That's it's fifteen sixty, you know. Right. It's kind of, Welcome to the Renaissance. <laughs> it's a it's a really good vehicle, but i like get yeah, Maybe that. Maybe that. But yeah, I'm getting old now, George. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do have I don't know if you remember this, but I believe it was high school. And I don't – it must have been because I think I, I started my TV show because you, you, you asked me to come down and, and possibly um try out for a, a role in a play. And it was – a funny thing happened on the way to the forum because it was kind of funny. It's a comedy play. Yes. And I said, all right, well, do you have to sing? And you, you said, well, yes, you do. And I said, I, I don't know, but I'll, I'll come down and I'll come down and walk. You, you suggested I come down and watch, see what I think. And so I did that. I, I figured who I went with, but I I heard all the, I just, I, cause I can't sing. And I just, I, I didn't, you were, you were busy or something. So I just ended up getting out and leaving. I kind of felt bad about that, but so I'll give you a, a late apology for, for leaving on that. But I, I couldn't, the singing scared me away, to be honest.
1: That's funny, because I don't think anything would scare you, George.
0: Well, my, you haven't heard me sing, apparently. It scares away a lot of people. But it was, um, I, I, it's funny thing think it's because like, I wanted to do it, but I just i just know that I can't, I just couldn't sing at the time, I guess. I was just too afraid to sing, I guess, but.
1: Well, you, you remember I, had, I taught photography, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And you remember that we would do a trip to Boston, right, George? Oh, boy, yeah yes i do and you know i lost one kid one kid huh that's terrible one kid <laughs> so we didn't make it back to the bus uh,
0: whoever that kid is he but i bet you had a great reason
1: yeah
0: George? <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you what happened i'll tell you the truth what happened and I, right. I said this to begin with I, I i went we went in there and i think the the rule the See, for some reason, I thought it was Miss Platy, Miss Bowen at the time. Um, but th- we were told, if you're not here by, say, 1.30, as an example, we are leaving. And I met up with the Tropiano twins from Wakefield, Gia and Dia, or something like that. <laughs> so photography kind of went out the window. I hang- I'm hanging out with them. I look at the clock. It's one forty-five. I said, well, they're gone, so guess what? I- I'm yours. And <laughs> that's what happened. Pretty good reason if you knew who the Tropiano Twins were.
1: Yeah, I don't. But <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but, oh, my gosh. You know, that was, they cancel it. They what? Cancel my trips. Because of that? They did not. They
0: could have. Oh, they could have. Oh, they could have.
1: Uh, Ryan was pretty pretty pissed at me, you know. And it's why was he pissed at you? So, you no, know, we're going in. You know, we we say, you know, these kids are going in. He says, "You guys showing up in here. I'm giving you a freedom which gives you responsibility. Responsibility comes with freedom." And says, "You're going out. You're going to be ambassadors for stone So these two, three hours we're going to be in there. So, act accordingly. And I think there were kids who went and bought lunch for for, um, homeless guys on the common. On that trip. I mean, I said, that's good stuff. That's okay. Or I went to the top of the... the, uh, Credential Center and took pictures up there. The thing is, it really didn't work out well as a photography thing.
2: <laughs> it guy. just
1: people just went, on, you know."
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 I remember taking some pictures though. Well,
1: yeah, 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 you had a camera. I did. <laughs> <laughs> try triumphs film? We had to do all, all the developing. There's a the thing, after you left Georgia, I had a There was a problem that happened where I got pulled in the office. I was directing a show and um <laughs> listen, we had a complaint by one of the students that you touched them and, and You what? I touch them inappropriately and go, oh, what? How? What? You know, and I'm I'm racking my brain. You know, I know I am overconscious about that. Sure. George, think about my job. I was a photography teacher, my job was to take a whole bunch of young kids into a room and turn off all the lights. That was the job. And if anybody says, Mr. Scanlon, I'm having trouble putting the film in the, on the reel, I wouldn't reach out. I would clap my hands in the dark and have them pass it towards me. That's how careful I was. So for this thing to come up, I was floored and trying to say, what did I do? The only thing I can think of, I'm standing in the pit, they're on the stage. They delivered the line really well, and I took my hand and I tapped the, the shoe, saying, good. That's all I did.
0: But why is that considered inappropriate?
1: I don't I think they were mad at me because of the way the show I picked. There, there was a ton of time. The drama kids were this little clique of, of kids who really didn't fit anywhere else. I saw, after I was out for five years, and, uh, oh, it was much longer that. my son was in Drama Fest from from Georgetown, and Stoneham was in the same competition. You know, and I had been gone long, enough, and I was just, I'm not going to know anybody. But there were a couple of kids that that I knew their parents, and they knew me through that and Stoneham was vibrant they were happy, they were involving. They were, they were supportive of other groups, they were funny there were a lot of guys a lot of girls, it was not this little dark group that I had to deal with so that was that felt good that it got to that point, because it's fun George you know, I always tried to talk to the guys because it was like pulling teeth to get guys to do anything on stage. I said, "You got to think about this. You get involved with theater stuff." I said, "The women involved in theater are beautiful, smart, talented, and the ratio of straight guys to beautiful women is amazing." <laughs>
0: A, <laughs> you got a, a really good shot, my friend
1: <laughs> is uh, well, that was.
0: now you do, do, there's no leak was there was no legal action or anything right I mean they couldn't
1: oh no 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 they did but it just, it just it took the wind out of my spirit sure would. Why, why wouldn't it and the you know. I used to love teaching. I love the communication with kids. And I felt, it's funny, I felt like I could teach, I did more teaching in a study hall or in the cafe or something because the blinders weren't up. They, the roles weren't, you know, student-teacher thing. The communication lines were just more relaxed. Yeah. Well, and... <clears throat> how do you know that you're not teacher you know're <laughs> supposed to know
0: it. I remember I, I think it was a photography class you you had a you were teaching we well, weren't teaching it but we, it was pretty much playtime for a little bit. I don't know if it was at the end of the year or what but you you taught us or you you had a game where you would you'd have nine ah. squares. you know the nine
1: squares <laughs> I just did the ninth verse and No, you I didn't. Did a long time, it, like, You know? Did you but... really? That's great.
0: Yeah, you, you you taught me that, and you took well, you told me how to do it, and and then it was funny because I I was like, you showed it to me, and I don't know how you did. I was like, wow, he's magic. And then you showed me, and I was able to do it too. And it was just funny to see the people who were in the know and who weren't. it, yeah. was, it was pretty cool. I well,
1: do. You don't just give it away, though. You know, you got to, you got to choose, you know. You need a compadre there to to communicate with. Yeah. But, oh, that's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, that was the nine squares. We yeah. had a podcast, but. <laughs> <laughs> but that was awesome. But no, that was but awesome. There- Nine squares that's all you have to say and then yeah. you you, you do right away what i was saying i was i was actually drawing it out with my fingers on the table here like you could see it but 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 yeah that was that was a lot of fun i fooled a lot of people with that
1: <laughs> as i'm sure yeah.
0: you know because you did
1: well after i retired i i've done a little subbing yeah yeah i did 9 squares at the end <laughs> It's called Do it again, Do it again. Do it. Exactly Because Do you don't believe it You
0: don't believe it It's, it's, it's that simple
1: Yeah <laughs> Okay I'll leave the room Right, right Doesn't matter How long I'm out you yeah. okay. <laughs> okay Take three
0: numbers <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter I'm going to get it every time That's, <laughs> that's so great are you, sub, are you still subbing or no?
1: Oh, well, hissy has a train. Here we go. I I haven't done it for a while. Haven't done it for years. But was. Um, what's interesting? I I for a while I was an agent for uh, getting people in the TSA pre-check stuff. You have to go and apply to it, and if you get the TSA pre-check, you go to the short line at the airport. Yeah. You know. Well, at at the. Uh, at the Staples here in Danvers, they've got a room in the back where you can come in and apply to cost about 80 bucks for five years. But you get your pre check number and uh, you go on the short. One. So my job was to get people in, and I was the only guy doing it. It was a full time, sitting on my butt job. <laughs> With people coming in every 15 minutes. You saw the world. I, mean, I was actually entertained by it. <laughs> <laughs> the people who would come through. And you know, the information comes up, and you said, Oh, are you anywhere near? You know?
0: Oh, right, right.
1: <laughs> no. <clears throat> but they're, yeah, the abundance of people did that. Mr. Chiani, okay, great. Right? Is that right? With his wife, Carolyn? yeah. Um, but, geez, I, I met um, Gary LaPierre from WBZ.
2: Wow.
1: He showed up with his wife. Um, the owners of different restaurants like Woodman's and um, Comaners. Some people were fantastic. And uh, I like that, but then it got to a point where now we're we're doing it every ten minutes, and we're double booking. Oh yeah, you know it's if there's no person, you have to just run it through, and then it's it's a machine. It says no, <laughs> no, get somebody out. Right, I'm out. <laughs> and uh, but geez, I I just put on weight sitting there, cause I'm on my ass all day. You know? Yeah so i'm actually working on that now we started doing keto. a truck went by you're working on what Keto. trying to uh get into ketosis so that my my body is eating fat rather than sugar
0: Oh, so, keto
1: oh okay the keto diet yes
0: Is it working for you
1: lost five pounds nice Good
0: start. Absolutely. So well, I'm gaining five pounds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One way to go, though. Man, I was... yeah. When I had, you knew me, I was in the, like 178, maybe Yeah, I'm, a, I'm down to 222. So I got a ways to go.
0: Oh, yeah. That's, that's, what was your, your peak?
1: Oh, uh, like two thirty four I guess.
0: That was round. That was round. That was well yeah, just lost about door. Well that's good. Well at least you're not you're know, not up that high. That's good. you you'll get there. And what's the goal?
1: Huh, 180 eighty's the goal. Yeah. You gotta have a goal. But uh you know what I'm putting uh Oil in my coffee is a special thing that gets you into ketosis. It's very rich, but you got to stay away from sugar. Sugar and coffee. So, Starbucks.
0: Is, Starbucks is doing that. They're putting oil in their coffee. What? But I'm reading that a lot of people are going right to the bathroom. Though, is that the, <laughs> is, is that what the goal is to to? to
1: well. Because of all the protein beating and the... Unless you add the fiber, you're going to bound up the So, you got to go after the fiber. Or the lucrative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but is it good? Actually, it's got a buttery flavor to it. The really? Yeah, it's actually nice. Huh. It just makes a rich cup of coffee. I had to not use half and half, use cream. Hmm. It's a very rich cup of coffee. Oil. And as long as I stay away from the carbs, which is not easy. No. Every snack, you know. Right. You know it's okay to eat? I mean uh um, what's the pork lines? You think that was a terrible on um, this diet? No gods. Pick <laughs> a pork rind and I'll dip into hummus and have for a snack. Really? I never thought to do that. Well, I wouldn't have either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what can I use? <laughs> was, uh, you know, celery sticks or little those those mini cucumbers and things like that. Yeah, yeah. What they even say carrots are too sweet. Really? No says, yeah. No, they use carrots to so sweeten um, spaghetti and stuff. You know, just take the acid away and stuff. I don't know how much
0: cooking you do, George. Well, not enough to care about too sweet sauce. <laughs> I didn't uh, know that about. I I didn't know that about carrots though. I love I love carrot sticks.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I've got to, at least these first few weeks, I'm going to be pretty strict with myself. But, um, I can stay in ketosis. when I'm in ketosis, fat anything. Um, with just a little bit of carbs. But, uh, I, that's just, I can't get beer. <laughs> that's out.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, completely or down to one?
1: Right now, basically,
0: but you can incorporate it back in eventually, right?
1: I assume. So. Or once I get closer to ideal weight, price, I'll, I'll feel a lot more uh, relaxed
0: Yeah, that's more maintaining than losing. Yeah.
1: Oh man!
2: <laughs> How
1: many? How much in Georgetown do you that's Georgetown? That's my only time. Some do you uh stay in touch with?
0: Um stay in touch with probably well, because of the podcast see there are some constants, like I was always pretty much in touch with Tom Grady. Yeah. For the most so. part. Um but the that's part that's part of the reason for doing the podcast is to reconnect with people that i probably wouldn't have if I didn't have it and vice versa. <clears throat> um,
1: I, I get in contact with people through Facebook. You know, I can follow some lives and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I see the thing about, you know, Andy Martino and he lost his little girl. Yeah. that just hard because you know I lost my son, right? Yeah, true, yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah.
0: Did you reach out to him?
1: I did. You know. No. You know, I know. Yeah. And, this is the, and the whole thing is, you know, take the time to breathe, do it, and keep love driving your life. that's what it is it's coming up like uh today would have been millions, millions. So today
0: and today is of course
1: uh what's the date today june chapter t- thank you and um, nancy died in 2016 she got this cancer is pretty bad. Um, and Andrew died on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving of 2017. Just collapsed. It was a high, high blood pressure thing. And uh, things just burst in his head. He's a. Uh came his name shows up on my phone Hey, and it was his girlfriend and sang dumb he collapsed and so he was down in Queens New York and I had to be it the worst travel day of the year is the wedding before I it. And it was pouring rain, and it took me seven hours to get there. But the, uh, the tribute, there had to be 20 people in the waiting room, all kinds of stuff. And the doctor, called me on the way down to give me the specifics about it, you know, and I can put the pieces together so This is it's not what. Like and so, the only, or maybe his, you know, his organs can help somebody else, you know when we got down there uh, the doctors wanted to speak to me and I'm going, bring them all in so there's like a conference room full of people and the doctors went through and it's so the dragon suggested I had a surmised that Andrew wasn't waking up and they said, let's so I'd like to talk about organ donations. And everybody agreed with that. So, what happened is um, Live On New York is a group that deals with organ And um, they came and talked to me and said, We'll take care of everything from now on. And it everything. You know, it's just really. And um, they just have to settle them so that the, um, the shock on the system has dissipated. They had them on, you know, breathing. Waited a couple of days to see when they could declare them dead so they can harvest the And it being thanksgiving,
2: it dragged it dragged and dragged, But I'm telling you, there's more
1: more friends, more people sitting up to me as Andy's dad. You know, that was my title. And um, support, love. And there was never less than eight people in that waiting room for goats. It went on until Monday. Um it stayed in his room overnight. I could do that, but they did and um I heard that his liver went to a sixty seven year old male his a, one kidney went to a thirty seven year old female the other kidney went to a sixty year old male you know and, and, After that, there were corneas and things like that. He went on to save life. You know, and so I take that as a construction. Absolutely. But the memorials, they did that. I mean, they came out of the woodwork. I could see the way he touched people that I I had nothing to do with, you know. But was quite a tribute. to this quite, quite something. But you know, it, it did affect my health. You know, I I tried. You know, I was, like, I talk about you know, you gotta grieve, you gotta let it out, and it it comes in waves. You know, it doesn't really go away. Just other things come in between. You know, but it affected my heart to a point that I had an AFib. I developed AFib in, you know, in weeks after. Wow. I didn't didn't get rid of it until about a year ago, where they went in and did an ablution, I think they call it, with a, with a friend, something up on a tube that actually cauterizes a spot within your heart, which is sending out the wrong signals. We It'll in rhythm. I mean, it's magic, George. They did the thing. I got there at 6 I was in the car on the way home at 3 30 at Mass General. I'm two little points in my upper thigh where they went up the, the veins. Yeah, it was so <clears throat> I married Joanne Palladino. In 2016, and through her, I got three stepdaughters and, and four grandkids.
2: Congratulations!
1: And the kids, were amazing. it was it was your boy, 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 and then a little girl showed up a year. Ago. <laughs> the house we we were watching her here yesterday. And I got two of the boys. Uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, I'm Grandpa. That's great. And it's a great okay.
0: And they live local? I don't have to give away where they live, but they live... you, you have access or are they far away?
1: <clears throat> What's that question?
0: Um, do you, your grandkids, do they live close to you or are they are they a trip away?
1: Yeah. Close enough. um, There's one, the furthest one away lives in Medway. Oh,
0: that's not horrible.
1: Yeah, it's an hour. You know, a little less. That's good. The others, um, Xander and Zaki live in Danvers. So they're (laughs) right next to them. uh, Briella lives in Hebrew. But Mummy works in Peabody. So... So there you are. She drops her off a couple of times a week, and so we see her. That's great. yeah. That's yep, that's the main job at this point.
2: Yeah. I
1: think Zachy, who's almost seven, wants to do some steak work on great. Really? Well some man. We'll
0: think you can make it think you can make it happen? Yeah. Nice.
1: There's, there's theater around for, for kids to be in. Nice. So, I mean, I can check with this thing that I'm going to on Monday. there may need little kids, too.
0: Yeah, who knows? That'd be really cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot of things. We've got it. You keep the sense of humor, George. You know, you, you find women in life. Um, it makes it worthwhile.
0: Yeah, sometimes if you can't laugh, you cry.
1: <laughs> but, you know, it's it's Andrew would have been, jeez, 36 or 37, 86 until. That was 37 years old coming up on the 15th.
0: Oh,
1: okay. Oh, George, he was born on Father's Day. (laughs) That was amazing. And that was my, I'm just finishing up the junior high school or the middle school. I had the job waiting in September to come up to the high school. He was born right at the end of the year. Exactly on time,
0: <laughs> as scheduled.
1: <laughs> okay. I mean, Angie was carrying high, and getting around real good. She had a dilation going for a while, and it hasn't affected her. So, she's, she's her cousin's uh bachelor party was scheduled for that's for Saturday night. This is I don't know, should so I go? She her so I go to cousin Danny's uh, bachelor party. Come back at 1:30 in the morning or something. 4.30, I get the elbow in the rib. As you guys I don't think it's anything but, but labor at this point. I said, "Okay, what do I do? What do I do? Start boiling water." I says, "Look at me on my cartoon <laughs> And uh, okay, let's time. Timing. time. time.
2: Okay, begin. Okay, Okay, beginning. Uh,
1: that's inside of two minutes. Really? We start from you know. Oh, was at the beginning of Sunday morning? We're, we're living in Medford, not too far from 93. We're going to Brigham and Women's. This was my chance to speed. <laughs> but she wouldn't let me. Slow down. That's the best excuse to get out.
0: Slow down, that's great.
1: <laughs> I hadn't had a lot of sleep. And I had had a few beers. And so every belch stunk. You know? <laughs> I'm getting her in, and I said, what are they going to think? Yes. he
0: says he's sorry
1: sorry (laughs) oh no we got her in at quarter of six at quarter of eight he was born wow boom for the first time oh man I didn't know the sex until then either. Oh, really? Yeah, we we decided not to know. Oh, that's awesome. And so, it was a and uh, I had the girl's name. It's gonna be Catherine. Mm. I had like four boys' names. We didn't find any until they during the two, you know, yeah, sons. I think, but.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I enjoyed being a dad. I enjoyed, being a dad. <laughs> and, uh, I enjoyed being a teacher. I, there's something of sharing knowledge through it all, you know, trying to give attitudes or just a live.
0: Well, if this helps you, I I can't think of anybody who didn't like you while you were teaching granted you didn't have you know the the math and all that crap that people hated and you had to, but you you made it fun is what you and you you alluded to that earlier you you did make it fun and it wasn't just you're the professor and we're the students and you know sit up straight blah 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 it was you really related to it's funny because I think I actually foreshadowed you being one of the kids in junior high school when I first saw you, because you you kind of were one of us when we were you we were being we were being taught by you. which George,
1: made... you talk to kids eye to eye like they're humans. Yeah, that's all you do. They either... get to feel like they're being heard.
0: You know? No, it's not uh, an easy thing to do for most teachers apparently because there there were some that just didn't know how to do that.
1: Well it's something you, know, you gotta read the room. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. And there is some sense, hey, I'm doing my job. I'm reading down this thing, this and when they don't get it, they don't get it. And they'll have a test and we'll prove they don't get it.
0: Right. <laughs> That's what made Mr. A so good. You you mentioned Mr. Andrea earlier too, and, yeah. and, and I he was one of my favorite teachers, uh just because he would talk to you like As long as you gave him respect, he gave it back, and and you could fool around. He gave you a little leeway if you earned it, but as long as you didn't abuse it, you were good. I felt that
1: I had that relationship with him. Um, This this is the kind of conversation that we were having at breakfast that other day. (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) This is talking about, you know, we had a ball doing what we're doing, but we were professional. We, (laughs) We were professional. We got the job done. It's just that we had, there was some personality added to it, you know? Sure. So, and it it not make it like the job you liked. It had, and it was a, there was a predictability to, it had its seasons, it had its holidays, it had its breaks. And working your way up to another senior class and seeing uh, what they're doing. I was the um, the advisor for the class in '91, and uh, it was interesting because I had '90 90 and '91 both trying to see if they could, if I could be their advisor, which was gratifying. But I chose ninety one so I could have him right through freshman year because who took
2: over?
1: Um trying to think of the teacher who takes over as seniors. It's like he had to she had to be advisor for the seniors. One of the uh, business ladies. And maybe Kathy Flaty was a name. took I think she might have. Anyway, starting with those kids, we did the carnival ball thing. Yeah. Did the act where the kids were going through the through a museum of famous people. And <laughs> we had um, a kid do Frank Sinatra, a kid do Marilyn Monroe, a kid do something like this. And it, and, um, it came out to be a great act. They did it as sophomores with your class. We did the uh, circus act. And we had some kid get up a thing to do the tango walk, and then the dummy fell out of the out of the ceiling and had a couple of clowns come on the real to pick them up and, in, and we had had I also remember that we made it quite challenging for you on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving with the with all the the hoops that we're getting. What, what Spirit loops or loops Do what? We have chains out of paper, and uh, each chain cost a buck or something, and we see how many. I don't know. Spirit chain. Spirit yeah, chain. Yeah, you. Wouldn't you do a hand block? I wa-
0: I you? walked on my hands with the chains linked all why i don't I don't know how it happened or why it happened, but there's a picture of it in the yearbook, so I know it happened you have, to get,
1: you have to get more in the
0: <laughs> who knows
1: where it's going and i don't
0: I don't remember the objective of it at all either. I just know that I walked on my hands as far as I could, wrapped in these links, and uh, that's that's all I know, okay. <laughs> I thought oh, you were goodness. going to say you made it challenging because when I was hosting the carnival ball with Lisa, Lisa Gebhardt, yeah. our, our senior year, I was told to buy time because you guys weren't ready for the senior act for, or your, for your act, I should say.
1: Well, it could have been. I can't remember.
0: <laughs> totally true. They, they actually cut it out of the, of the broadcast on TV. They cut that part out because I basically just called you guys clowns. who couldn't keep it together or whatever it was, which got a good, which got a good laugh, but they kind <laughs> they cut that part out. <laughs>
1: but yeah. Yeah. The carnival ball was where I did a lot of work with Carino and, uh, yeah, we did it right up until the end. As far as I'm concerned, he kept going.
2: Yeah.
1: You guys worked well together. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's a thing that Bob G brought up. I don't know if uh, Mr. Smith was the vice principal at middle school. Yes. His, his uh, retirement party. Um. We put some skits together to put as part of our entertainment. And Carino and I did um The Honeymooners. <laughs> I saw a picture of that. I thought, wow. Yeah, he was he was Ralph Crabden and I was Ed Norton.
0: If if you know you two, that's fairly obvious, but for those who don't, yes.
1: <laughs> but, uh, Bernie Smith was an avid golfer. So we do. So we got to go from here. Now it's not like YouTube; didn't go and find that very, you know, very thing where you know, address the ball. Hello, ball. Yeah, right. That's the only part we remember. Of course, <laughs> but it's enough. <laughs> we come up. We come up. Carino. Oh, he's huge. So he had this big striped sweater on. The knickers. The, uh, the ball cap of a huge bomb bomb. So every time he nodded, he said the bomb bomb, would move all over. And so he kept walking in on that. and I follow him, dragging, dragging the box to the uh, clubs. You know, Those are I said, "That's why we get a candy." <laughs> a candy. Why don't we just get a golf card like
2: <laughs> We can't
1: afford that thing, like,
2: but we can afford a can
1: <laughs> But Ralph, if we don't know how to play golf. We don't have to know how to play golf. <laughs> Everything about golf is right here in this family. <laughs>
2: right there, Ralph? Yeah,
1: right in this family. Right there, Ralph, for you. <laughs> And he starts giving me directions and of course I'm getting it wrong. <laughs> First you point your two feet. <laughs> so you take the stick and you put it over your head some <laughs> ninety degrees to where it's also. <laughs> so it's all physical stuff, you know. <laughs> that was a lot of fun.
0: I just pictured I luckily I yeah. have the the, the the image of it, so it's really it is it looks very funny in my head. I can tell you that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, I used to have it on VHS. You know, oh, yeah. when Andrew was little, know, so we set up tapes from the watch, you know. And there was a the thing he was asking about two feet. We didn't know what he was talking about until I put that on again. Two feet. <laughs> you plant your two feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I just yeah. <clears throat> Good times, there, George. Yes,
0: yes, sir. Very good and, times.
1: You know, the, the time when you were there was my favorite time. I mean, it's. I was still doing things full time at the high school. Things. I had to stretch the hours. I had to do some time with elementary kids, you know, in the last years and stuff. And changing gears to elementary kids when you don't have your own room, you had to carry everything around. It, uh, it was just not fun, you know. So when it was time to, time to leave, it was time to leave, I guess. Yeah. As far as what was there for me. I didn't want to become an administrator. <laughs> didn't want that type of headache. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's, there was a point where uh, a few years ago I had, well, it's almost 15 now, I guess. Uh, there was classmates.com. Do you ever go on there?
0: I haven't, but I've heard of it.
1: Well, classmates.com offered a golden pass for a week for free. We can go in and see what's going on. After that, it would be $39.95 per year type price. So I'm looking at it and it says, okay, it's Wednesday. I'll remember that. <laughs> you know, and I jump in and um, all these names showing up, you know, and I'm just watching from my own high school class, I was watching from Stoneham. I'm watching from friends and things like that. So I started writing things out. And um, yeah, I'm not here for long. If you really want to reach me, here's my email address type thing. And um, I immediately heard back from Kerry Shepherd.
2: <laughs> wow. Oh
1: my god, Mr. Scale, we're just talking about favorite teachers and your name came up. Told you. Ah, oh, That's nice. Uh, and um there are people I apologize to, you know, didn't <laughs> hear much from them. And then um one of the names I saw was Joanne Palladino. Now, mm-hmm. when I was in school, she was a senior senior Uh, cheerleader, big brown eyes, beautiful, long, dark hair, you know, skirt halfway up her thigh, you know, that type of deals. And um, I had a thing when I was in high school Now my hair had fallen out like a year and a half ago. But I went up to see my dad, who was the head of the science department in Malden, see if I could get a ride home that night. Be a while We're setting up for a lab tomorrow. Want to keep busy? why don't you help Joanne in the lab? Oh, she's really you know. <laughs> you know, when you're a sophomore, she's a senior. you don't know, expect to be treated like a bug or something and you know <laughs> and she was very nice. she was sensitive and stuff. you know this is how the pipette works. you know this thing. And I got treated better than I expected. Then um, a couple of days later, walking in the hallways between classes, here come the cheerleaders. I'm with all the scrubs I hang out with, you
2: know,
1: <laughs> in the other direction. And she said, Hi, David, in front of my friends.
2: Well, you know, what?
1: <laughs> but the feeling I had just by that little act, little thing she did hit me enough that when I was teaching in stone that when I got together with kids in the study or on the camp or whatever and there were always the girls that were in the school right? there were always those girls and uh, I would talk to them and say you know you have a power right now It'll be fleeting. It'll go away. But you have it now. Here's what you could do. Find the smallest freshman with the biggest pile of books. Learn his name. And just say hi to him in front of his friends. You could move a year. You got this power for good. You know? <laughs> and evil. But, well, for the most part. You know, the, the, it was a thing. But what happened is I was trying to pass on what I already felt.
0: Sure, you learned that the well, firsthand.
1: And uh, well, some of them ended up with little slaves <laughs> 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 in the locker rooms. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, I wrote to Joanne to tell her that he was, you know, I remember this thing that she did. You know, you may not remember me too well, you know. <laughs> Mister Channels' kid, the ball kid. You know. <laughs> And uh, I said, I, I want to know that you would invite me to pass this on. You were the inspiration. This makes you feel good. That's why I'm right. Yeah. Send it up. She was the one, one of the ones I didn't hear from.
2: i I' why, you know,
1: you don't sit by the thing and wait for or right. respond to them. Right. That was in June, September getting back. We well, of course I remember. You know, asked about my dad, you know, and he had, your dad had passed away in ninety seven. But um, talking back and forth. And my marriage had been falling apart. I didn't know what to do. I was trying to talk to her and I talked to my family, and I talked to her and now I'm talking to everybody. How do I handle this situation? Thing. And um, she had gone through things very recently. so she had. She asked pointed questions back and forth about. Have you done this? Does this sound familiar? Yes, you know. Blah, blah, blah. And very much an advisor thing with senior to sophomore type thing and she was giving me some feedback it was someone was listening (laughs) yeah and it turned out i went you know where are you i mean she she lived in she was in um Says I'm up in Georgetown. Can I meet you for a coffee or something? Just to say hi. So the Agawam Diner up in Raleigh was on Route One. It's, it's all dining and I met her there for uh, for breakfast on the Sunday morning. And uh, she's saying, "Well, don't expect the seventeen-year-old girl. <laughs> she's, well, give me a little credit." Don't expect a fifteen-year-old kid here," said, "I'll be the ball guy sitting leaning on the trunk of
2: the parking lot."
1: And then she came out, and very shorter. Oops, she looks good. We spoke for three hours. Wow, and it started, and it wasn't an immediate deal, but. I I ended up marrying her. <laughs> we had a gatsby wedding, George. Is
2: that right? <laughs> it
1: was at this house with the huge lawn and a pool. The house was incredible up in Danvers. I just happened to be at the guy I did shows with, and he makes it available for all kinds of all fundraisers and stuff, and so opened his house to us and gatsby thing everybody got done wow but the uh the limo she's still, the limo was a 37 Packard or was
2: brutal wow
1: i mean it's a, a little too young for gatsby you know <laughs> but, but it, it looked gorgeous she looked gorgeous we had a My son was my best friend, you know, so. and I gained three that way.
2: And
1: what year was this he got married? Um, It's 2016. Oh, OK. So pretty recent.
2: That's good, though.
1: Uh, t- George, she's amazing. You know what she's doing now? She's tiling the kitchen. Does she have a sister? Nope. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, see? All the girls are little <laughs> bit George, she'll do electrical. She'll do plumbing. Wow. She doesn't. She just is not intimidated by anything. Nice. She uh, just recently retired from the bar. Running the blood bank at the Washington Medical Center. And, you know, now, running the blood bank I means they're not taking the blood. They're analyzing it and distributing it. So the Red Cross is all the battery in this. to deal with the Red Cross. Any kind of shortages they're coming. I'll take care the doctors, the procedures, writing and stuff. And it's stuff that saves a six lives. You got to be real careful.
2: Yeah.
1: she... she, They wanted her from Boston for a small thing that she didn't want to produce. (laughs) Can't blame her. So, yep. She's a good, yes. SDB. She's got all kinds of letters that she had on her laptop. But,
2: uh, Yep, Married cool. up. Sounds got <laughs> to marry up.
0: <clears throat> that sounds like you're happy. That's great.
1: Yeah, just made plans for a trip coming up next summer. Oh, in the summer, I'm gonna take a uh, cruise out of Boston. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go next. first to Boston, and then to Halifax and Sydney, and then Charlottetown, and then the city. Wow. Now be the end of August, beginning of September. Then we get on a train <laughs> and invest to Toronto, check out Toronto. Have you been to Toronto? No. It's super cosmopolitan City. And i uh, going to check that out for a day and then we're going to rent a car and drive to Niagara Falls. It's kind of like a delayed honeymoon. We really didn't take a trip trip designing a honeymoon, and uh, so that's what we're doing.
0: That's fantastic. I can't vote for Niagara Falls,
1: not Toronto. Yeah, no, <laughs> Toronto is like a ninety minutes, maybe from from uh, Niagara Falls. That's not a bad trip. No, it's not bad. And we will will stay at a room that overlooks the falls. that field. Doing right. Yeah, you know you can take a tunnel day comes out of the bottom of the falls that used to be part of the, uh, the power plants. They shut down the power plant and made a museum out of it. But the tunnel that the water came up, you can walk down to get down to the river below the falls. And you end up staring up the falls from there. It's supposed to be really cool. Oh. There's another where you can go right behind the fall. This is all a uh, lot type stuff, you
0: know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, when I was there, there was I was not involved in a poncho. I I looked from afar.
1: <clears throat>
0: well, that's great. I uh, do appreciate you. Is there anything you want to, pr- you have to promote? What's what's the um, the play you're doing at the, at the end of the month? You want to say that again?
1: Okay, there's a there's a Broadway review that's happening as Neverland is putting on in CBD. Uh, you look up Neverland, this is their last shot because <laughs> the director is retiring. And uh, the musical director, who had, who had um, retired already, is coming back from California to do this show. So it's a big event. And they're doing parts of shows that we've worked on in the past. So I'm sure I'll do something from Annie, something from Les Miserables. <laughs> We'll see what else comes on. Oh, that's I great. just did a house bit for that lame Miz. That was fun. It was a good show. Yeah? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. The woman I played opposite her sister was a Tony Award winning Donna Murphy from Broadway. Wow. She's been up to see us. And...
2: Yeah. Good way to of end course. the
0: month. <laughs> Great way to know. Hang on for one second, please. But I do want to thank you for doing this. I, I, it, I had a lot of fun. So thank you, Mr. Scannel. Thank you,
1: <laughs> Mr. <Scannell. laughs>